Welcome to the Unapologetic Woman podcast, where I will be discussing being unapologetic, deepening your relationships, celebrating your sobriety, up-leveling your success, understanding metaphysics, and truly connecting with your sacred, sober, sexual self. I'm your host, Jen Stoney. Now let's begin unlocking your unapologetic woman within. Hello and welcome to a new episode of The Unapologetic Woman. And today we're going to be discussing in the power behind being your unapologetic self and how being your unapologetic self is going to strengthen your relationships. It will also allow to act as a buffer and release relationships that no longer serve you. You know, so much we want to expand, we want to up-level, we want to achieve our dreams and success, and we want to keep everything the same along the way. Here's the thing. I did this in my drinking where I was bound and determined and I wanted to have, I wanted to keep my drinking life, right? And I wanted to keep the door open to my drinking life because I was so afraid to let it go because I was afraid of losing that part of me. And it, and now lo and behold, I relapsed several times from treating my sobriety that way um, because I never fully committed. And here's the thing when we fully commit to our life, when we choose to say that I know that I'm destined for an amazing life far beyond my wildest dreams, we will lose things. Like there will be things that we have to let go of to make room and space for things that are to come. It's like, I want you to imagine like a hoarder's house that has no space in it until you do that clean out and you get rid of stuff. You don't want to bring anything into a hoarder's house. There's no room. There's no space. It's disgusting. Heck, you don't even probably want to walk into a hoarder's house. It's so jam-packed and gross and disgusting. However, we we think energetically, okay, I want to keep everything the same, but I also want to expand and up-level my life. Like, no, you're going to release things, but it's for the highest purpose. It's for your next level of expansion. By releasing what no longer serves you, it allows you to then release and expand to the next chapter. And sometimes that means releasing relationships that no longer serve you. Those relationships that maybe pull you down, keep you in that gossipy, negative energy of constantly like comparing yourself, being negative, right? You know those friends who when you get off the phone with them, you feel exhausted. When when you leave hanging out with them, you don't feel good about yourself. They're, to be able to expand your life, truly connect with your sacred, sober, sexual self, be your unapologetic woman, holding on to those relationships is going to do you a disservice. It's going to keep you locked away from a whole new level of expansion. You know, and here's the thing is that having uncomfortable conversations, releasing relationships, that's a huge part to my success, to my clients' success, to my good friends and their success, because it allows for you to make room for, you know, 
there are relationships I have let go of that I had been in relationship with them for decades. And then it got to a point where I realized, wow, this is not serving us as a whole. It's not serving the universe. It's a very codependent relationship. And I can't, I'm not here to change people. I'm here to accept people and fully be honest with myself of who they are. Right. So I want you to think. Are you being dishonest with yourself about relationships? Are you attempting to make relationships look better than what they actually are? And I'll give you an example. So um, there was a relationship that I had for decades. And this person, they, they constantly came to me with things. I would say about three out of five of the conversations we'd have it would be hyper analyzation of what I did wrong, like how I rolled my eyes wrong, how I looked the wrong way and came across passive aggressive. And we would have these conversations and I would keep repeatedly apologize for things that I didn't actually want to apologize for, but I did it to keep the peace. I did it because I was like, I don't want to ruffle any feathers. You know, this person was going through a really hard time and I got to, I got to make it work, got to make it work. Um, and I kept doing this and I kept spending time with this person, like investing quite a bit of time consistently every week with this person. And it came to a point where I was like, enough's enough. I can't do this anymore. What I want from this person, they are not capable of giving to me. And I chose to take a very intentional break from this individual because, you know, if you are choosing to be in relationship with somebody because they are family, they are blood. Oh, you know what? We've been friends for decades. I want to tell you, if you're, if you're doing that and that's your reason for staying in relationship with them and you're wondering why you feel stuck in your life and you wonder why you're having repeating patterns of irritability, disconnect, and you're wondering why you are, you're having the issues on repeat, this is one of them. When we are connecting with people and we're like, yeah, but they're family, they're blood. Here's the thing is that if you're connecting with somebody solely the reason why they're family and you're putting up with stuff that, that if your child came home to you or if your good friend came to you and said, this is how the person's treating you, how they're acting, would you really co-sign for that? But now you're saying you would because they're blood? Like, come on, let's get real here. We're in 2023. To stay in relationship with someone, to allow somebody space and energetic connection in your life and to co-sign for their bullshit, to put up with their stuff, to accept irrational behavior, toxic behavior because they're family. That to me just it doesn't make sense. I did not invest over six figures in my healing. I did not get so uncomfortable to do healing work and to go on this journey from the inside out to allow people into my life that really weren't doing the work and are toxic and are really dysfunctional people. That It, it doesn't align. And so I have that unpopular opinion that I'm not going to put up 
with bullshit just because somebody's family. And so being unapologetic, putting yourself first as a priority, you know, you don't see a Harvard medical doctor graduate from medical school and work at McDonald's. You don't. You don't see that because when they do the work, they invest in themselves, they keep their standards high. And what do they do? They then go on to put that work into action and to build their career. So let me ask you this. You're doing this work. You're healing. You're on your sobriety journey. You're truly awakening your unapologetic woman within. You're awakening your sober sexual self. Why are you keeping people in your life that are not aligning with your standards? Right? And standards. Let's talk about standards here for a minute. So, standards are let's look at health. Somebody has a certain standard of health, right? Maybe some people just buy organic food. They eat very healthy, they're very intentional with what they put in their body. They have a standard of health. They're not going to allow a McDonald's happy meal to be consumed by them, right? They have a standard and anything that isn't up to that standard, they let go of unapologetically. And for a lot of those people, they have a very healthy, fulfilling life and they have high energy levels and all the things. So why is it then in relationships, you're going to make excuses for somebody who, well, they've been in my life for how many decades? Oh, but they're blood. No, like I really want you to look at what are your standards for relationships? What are you co-signing for? What are you welcoming into? What are you really desiring? You can still love somebody and have hope for them and not invest time with them consistently every week. I'm not saying cut everybody off, but I'm saying be very mindful of who you give your time to. You know, time is very precious. And when you come into for myself, I have brushed death many times and I've realized how precious our lives are. I've also been to so many funerals for people in addiction and I've realized how precious our time on this earth is. You can always make more money. You cannot make more time. And so the people who I choose to spend my time with, invest my time with, they are people I align with. They are people that are up to my standards. They are people who I'm not trying to change them. They are people who I accept and love them fully for who they are. And, you know, are there still, there's still people who I see, but I see them in a different setting. I make sure that I'm spiritually fit if I do come into uh, connection with them. There are certain people that I choose not to talk about certain things with them because I know where they are going to lead. Boundaries, boundaries and standards fully. And me being unapologetically me allows for me to fully shine my light bright. For so long, I thought that if, if I was me, people would hate me. If I was me, I would be all alone. If I was fully me, I was going to, you know, upset some people. And now I realize that me being my unapologetic self is shining my light bright. And yes, does everyone like it? No, they don't. 
They don't. And not everybody agrees with like who I am and what I'm here for. And that's fine. Here's the thing is, as I spend my time now truly shining my light bright, being in true connection with my higher power, being my full authentic self. And I've released that time being spent of how can I be this person to get the love? How can I say the things so that they'll accept me and I'll be included? Fuck that shit. I'm included in my amazing life today because I choose to be, I create a life that I love. I have relationships today that I celebrate. I get to connect with women who are just, they're incredible women. They lead successful, abundant lives and they are their full selves and I'm my full self and we get to celebrate each other. We're not trying to change each other, right? So I attract those relationships and it's energizing. It's exciting. It's amazing. And then what do my kids get to see? They get to see that it's safe to be their full self. You know, and one of the things like my son, um, my son Raymond right now, he just doesn't want to get a haircut. And as much as I'm like, dude, you got, like, you got to get a haircut. I'm like, I, I've had to catch myself, stop myself from saying it and be like, okay, let me know when you're ready. Like, do your thing. You want to do this right. He's seven. But, um, but it's really allowing people the space to be and do who they feel they are. Because why did I say I wanted him to get that haircut? What was the real reasoning underneath it? The real reasoning was because I didn't want people to think that I was a bad mom, that I couldn't take care of my kid because he has a shaggy like haircut. And so once I recognized that, I'm like, oh shit, this is like me trying to like, I want people to know that I'm a good mom. And you know what? Screw that. Like, I know that I'm a good mom. And if he doesn't want to get a haircut, he doesn't want to get a haircut. And that might sound silly to some people, but so often we manipulate and control people to do things so that we can look and feel good about ourselves so that people won't judge us. And often that can trickle into other areas in our life. And so it's continuing to say, what is my intention behind this? Am I trying to get somebody to do something to be a certain way so that I can feel comfortable, so that I can look good? Or am I truly showing up as my full unapologetic self, knowing that I'm not going to be for everyone? There are going to be some people that don't like me, and that's okay. There are going to be some people who I connect with, who I align with, and who we are just going to be, we're going to be great friends, and we're going to celebrate this life together. But I'm not for everyone. And I'm okay with that today. And I'm okay with saying that I am going to be intentional and choose who to spend my time with, who to invest my time with. And it's very important because here's the thing. My sobriety comes first. And in order for me to be sober, I have to be sober, happy, joyous, and free. And so if things aren't up to my sober standards, I let them go. It's a huge, huge reason why I'm sober today for over 15 years from drugs and alcohol continuously is because if something messes with my peace and serenity and my sobriety, I let it go. And not everybody likes that. And I've learned over the years to be unapologetic about releasing things that get in the way of my sobriety. 
And the more that people try to tell me that, you know, I need to be more kind and loving. I shouldn't let go of certain people. I need to be there for them. I let them have their opinions, but here's the thing at the end of the day, I'm going to do what's best for my sobriety because that comes first. Here's how I run my life. Okay. Three levels. My sobriety comes first. My marriage comes second and my family. So my children, they come third in that order. Because as long as I keep my sobriety and recovery in check and make it a priority, then my marriage, as long as I keep that and make it a priority, and then my family, as long as those three areas are in check and are intact and are thriving and are amazing and beautiful, everything else is going to work out. I am a firm believer in that. But it's by me showing up as my unapologetic self, me showing up as a successful woman in sobriety, in my marriage in my family life as a mother. And then, of course, my business is going to flow. My relationships will flow. My friendships will flow. And I'll be able to have an impact and serve women at a higher rate. And here's the thing is that if I choose, what if what if I, you know, got dressed and, I don't know, like if I was trying to be somebody else, I want to be here for you all today. I wouldn't. I mean, like you think about, I want you to think of somebody totally opposite from me. And I want you to think, what if I attempted to show up like that person every day? Like that would be really boring. It would be hard for me. It would suck my soul and I would be dead on the inside. I'm here to fully experience life, to live my life to the fullest as a sober woman, as a happy woman. And here's the other thing is when I'm unapologetic and get to say where I want to go to eat, what I want to wear, who I want to be, who I want to be in relationship with, then being unapologetic in the bedroom is that much easier. So being my unapologetic self and being able to vocalize what I like and what I don't like, being able to tell the waiter, the waitress, like, hey, can you like, this is what I, this is how I like my food. I want this off, this on. Can we add this, sub this? And I say it so clearly with such clarity and such certainty. That same clarity, that same unapologetic energy carried in the bedroom is what allows for me to be sexually free, for me to be connected with my sexual desires, for me to have fun in the bedroom, for me to feel good in my skin, that is where it begins. It begins being unapologetic out of the bedroom. You know, they say 80% of issues in the bedroom are solved outside of the bedroom. And it's the truth. I mean, if, if I can't tell somebody what food I like, how am I supposed to tell somebody how to go down on, like what I like when they go down on me? How am I supposed to express what positions I want to try? How am I supposed to express different likes and dislikes or different things I want to try in the bedroom? If I can't even tell somebody where I want to go to dinner, right? Being connected with my sacred, sober, sexual self is really appealing away the layers and truly being my unapologetic self. Being unapologetic is a huge part of being sexually free in the bedroom. And so today, I encourage you. I know I went in several different directions on this on this episode, but I want you to really connect with yourself today. And the next time you have an opportunity to pick up the phone and connect with somebody, go out to dinner with somebody, Maybe um, do an activity. I want you to think, 
Why are you doing that? Do you actually want to do it? Is your intention clean? Or are you blocking yourself? Are you doing it because you want to get love? Are you doing it because you want to get validation? Are you doing it because you want to keep the peace? You want to keep every all the peace okay? What's your intention behind it? Check yourself. Are you being unapologetic? Or are you really putting your walls up and trying to keep it all safe? Be honest with yourself first, and then you can allow yourself to be unapologetic freely and see how amazing that feels. It feels uncomfortable sometimes, but man, is it so worth it. It's so worth it to be my full self, to go outside and twirl around, to do cartwheels for no reason, to wear that that hot pink sparkling outfit to truly own who I am and what I'm here for. It is so worth it. I cannot tell you. It brings such juiciness to my marriage, passion to the marriage, such beautifulness to to my relationship with my sons. And it allows them to see what a powerful, unapologetic woman is. It allows them to see the power behind being their full, unapologetic self. So just for today, I want you to get really intentional. I want to encourage you, suggest, to really have you look at how are you showing up today? Is it because you know you're in alignment with like your true calling, you're doing it with a clean intention, or are you doing it to people please? Are you doing it to get love? Are you doing it to get validation? Check yourself and then shift, pivot, let go and keep doing that. It's the consistent pivots. It's the consistent shifts. It's the consistent letting go that allows for you to create the life far beyond your wildest dreams. I'm telling you, it's amazing. And it's so, so worth it. Can't wait to see you on the next episode. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Unapologetic Woman podcast. I hope you liked it and learned from it. I invite you to follow this podcast, share it with a friend and leave an honest review. For more, follow me on social at Jen Stoney, G-E-N-S-T-O-N-E-Y. Have a great day and I can't wait to see you on the next episode.